Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about three ways that you can accelerate your spiritual awakening process because, after all, there are a lot of benefits in, in going through this. So a lot of people ask me, Victor, what do I do? I feel stuck. How do I, how do I go faster? How do I get to like you know, the, the good life, the payoff, the, the connection, and all these benefits that you're always talking about? What, what can I do? Now, with that said, we're also going to balance this episode by talking about something called self-pacing because there is something to be said for taking your time because like a lot of things in life, you get what you ask for. So the things we're going to share with you, they will speed things up for you big time, but you want to use them wisely and use them, you know, really be mindful of what you're doing because because I found that it's a very long journey that we and Patty are still both going through. And a part, a, a relevant variable, I think, is to enjoy life mm-hmm. as you wake up. Yeah. So I bet we're going to talk about ways you can kind of put on the brakes a little bit if you're going through a process that you would like to maybe cease a little bit. So we think it, both of us think it's good to be, to know that you are in a sense in control and on some level you're not, you have, we have like a soul that's sort of putting us through this, some would say, and it feels mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. But with that said, you are a powerful co-creator and you have intention and with the information we're going to share, you're going to have a lot more of a say in how you choose to wake up. Yes. Sound fun, babe? Sounds Let's amazing. Let's do it. Okay, so one of the ways that we have both found that will really accelerate things, it's going to sound kind of simple, but it's not. It's letting go of bad habits. We all have habits. We all have things that we know we shouldn't be doing, things we've just sort of you know, picked up this habitual behavior that's not, not only not serving us, but maybe even preventing us from being our absolute best self. And I'm telling you, and I think the reason why giving up a bad habit is so difficult because there are always emotional reasons and motivations for having the bad habit, even if it's a socially acceptable one that everyone does. When you know that there's something you're doing that is not in perfect alignment with your highest good, some of them are obvious like smoking and, and, and drinking too much alcohol or something, but some are not. Um, when you really make yourself, like will yourself to let go of those habits, then what you do is you initiate, you sort of bring up to the surface all the different emotional reasons that sort of precede those those impulses to, to continue on. Mm. Would you agree? Yes. Do you have any examples of bad habits that no, you've I'm let perfect. go? No, I'm perfect. Oh, okay. okay. Of course. Well, anything that sort of relates to this, any bad habits you've, you've sort of kicked, but then maybe there was a surprising like little mini dark night of the soul that kind of came afterwards. Um, yeah, of course. Um, the biggest one that is still something that I deal with is my negative self-talk and like my, my body shaming in my mind. Um, That is something I have been doing since I can really remember back to when I was like a young girl, like 10 or younger even, maybe. Um, So that was something that was very hard for me to kick. Um, But now instead of that, what I've done is I've replaced that with something positive. Mm-hmm. So because you're always going to have your thought, your thoughts just happen. Your thoughts just come in and they, they, sometimes you can't control them. 
So if a negative thought comes in my mind, then I switch it to God. I instead of God, I hate the way that my pants look on me. In this right, but moment. how? What about like? I was looking more so for an example that that kind of like fit what you're talking about. But that is for me that it it, it does fit because that okay. that is about self love, and that's so important when you're going on a spiritual journey. Right, but I'm saying like when you give up a bad habit, usually you have stuff coming up. You kind of accelerate your transformation process. You kind of shared about how you kicked a particular bad habit. So did when when you stop doing the negative self talk, did you have like emotions come up? Oh, or? of course. Okay. Yeah, because what happens is my for me, my brain was so used to saying negative things about my body that when I switched it to something positive, it would come in, you're a lot, you liar. You mm-hmm. don't really feel that way. And so then I'd be, have to like examine that. Like, okay, why do I feel that way? Why do I really feel like these jeans don't look nice? Or why do I really feel like my body isn't already perfect the way that it is? You know, so I had to look at those issues much more deeply. It like shed light on them in yes, a sense. Yes, yes, exactly. And then that's when sort of the release comes. Okay. And then after that, did you start feeling a lot better? Do you feel like a nice, like a nice boost in confidence maybe? Yeah. 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 And then just more of a sense of peace within myself. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of an example. You, you sort of, it starts with willing yourself to stop doing it. Like, okay, you recognize a problem, the negative self-talk. And then it's like, okay, well, it's a habit. So it's not exactly easy to stop doing that, but you make yourself stop doing that. And then all the reasons why you were doing that in the first place tend to, to come to light. But the result of that is not only do you not have the habit, which some are more, you know, obviously, even though I'm not saying that's not destructive, but some are more obvious, you know, in the physical sense, like, like well, unhealthy I've, eating habits or something. Yeah. But, but then beyond, my point is beyond getting rid of that, you also, you sink deeper into your truth, sink deeper into like, you know, uh, you accelerate your awakening in the sense that you just, you get to you experience more that of more you, of yourself. Yeah. You become more of your true self. Yeah. I'm going to give, I'll share an example I'm going through right now. I think is a bit more, uh, easier to correlate with this particular thing I was saying. Even well, though for you, you said I feel like a lot of women do that because oh, uh, I'm not saying they so don't. Society tells us we need to look a certain way. So then if we don't look that certain way, then we, we do that. It's right. just a natural thing. Women more so are subjected to that than men. For right. sure. I, I agree. Yes. So anyway, something I've been debating on sharing about because it is a bit personal. It's something you may, maybe a lot of you have heard of it is no fap. No, it, most people probably have no idea what that is. I bet most of the guys do. It's basically where you choose to preserve your sexual energy in a sense. And right now, Patty's doing a dieta. So it's like almost three, three, four years long, it seems. No, it's kidding. No, a few no. weeks long. Yeah, it's about, <laughs> um, it's about three weeks. Yeah. So yeah, during this thing, one of the things she has to abstain from is is uh, sex. Is sex, basically. So I saw that as an opportunity to, to sort of test myself with this nofap. Um, and I'm not going to say this is not a huge problem for me. Like I know a lot of guys can get into like really serious, like porn addiction and stuff for me. It wasn't really a habit, but I, but I, we've been together for so long, um, that it's been a very long time since I've gone like a long time with, you know, maintaining my, my, uh, my sexual fuel without (laughs) releasing, releasing it. Um, so anyway, I, it was, it, this is in a sense, a habit you could say. So when I stopped doing it, when I, when I sort of 
when I committed to this, like the first few days were fine, but then like five, day five, day six, day seven, um, my goodness, I, I went through like this, it like kicked up such a funk for me. Well, you probably remember like the, like three or four days ago for like a few days span. Yeah. I was in like this crazy ass dark night of the soul sort of thing. I felt severely depressed, very like empty inside, very like horrible. And it culminated for me a couple nights ago where I literally couldn't sleep. All these old emotions about like, like the like I felt like my little inner child was right up there controlling my life, where I felt like worthless and like just like horrible. Like I was just comparing myself to other people, and I was in this extremely dark place that, on one level, I could look at and say, "Man, you are twisted up right now, Vic," but I couldn't help it, and I had all these like this big energy like in my body that I just couldn't kick. So my point is I, I like forced this, I forced the ending of this particular habit, if you want to call it that, um, but it invoked a, a purge. It invoked a very sort of like surprisingly intense, uh, yeah, a purge of all that the neg negativity and stuff. But now, in, in fact, it like sort of went away that, that night. I had like, I mentioned this night where I was like laying in bed for like four hours, unable to sleep because I was so backed up with all this, you know, negative stuff coming up for me. But eventually I got up and I, I just got this burst of energy. Like I was able to kind of release it and then resolve some of the things that next morning. And ever since I felt like just, just like Superman, I've been, I felt, I feel amazing. I have like so much energy and I feel like all those emotions that came up are, are gone and I feel free. Um, so that's definitely an example. And I've had that before, especially with other more, way more serious habits, like, like uh, a drug addiction, smoking cigarettes, those kind of things. Um, so if you really want to accelerate your awakening, you can just, you will yourself to stop doing something you know you shouldn't do. Maybe expect for a lot of people, depending on what it was, it will kick up the underlying sources of that, which might surprise you, the, the origin of why you have this, maybe this surface level habit. Um, but in doing so, you get to like, you, you're in a sense choosing with your own willful, willpower and force to, again, stop something, but then it causes this huge release, right? Yes. Um, so number two is to set really, really big goals. If we set mediocre goals that don't really stretch us all that much, then we don't really need to grow and expand all that much to reach them, maybe just a little bit. But when you set, when you really say, you know what, universe, you know what, self, I want this big thing. I don't know how I'm going to get it. I don't know how long it's going to take me, but you know what? I resonate with it and I want to go for it and I'm going to I'm going to write it down and start like taking steps and figuring this out. When you really set that ball rolling towards a huge bright future, it's like your higher self says, "Okay, buddy. Well, good. We're going to make it happen for you. You wouldn't really want that thing if you didn't weren't capable of getting it anyways, but you got a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. And then that work will begin at once. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Like for you, it's like when you realize I want to be a shaman. Before yeah, you might have been I, sort of like coasting, but it's like when you said that, I want to be a shaman and you knew that. It, it kicked up all sorts of stuff for you. I watched you go through it like yeah. a year. I um, I prefer medicine woman over shaman. shaman okay, whatever. Shaman seems like more... Um, I don't know, more indigenous. But anyway, yeah, when I just, when I was like, oh man, I, I want to be a medicine woman. You know, I want to I serve medicine to people. 
And so then I start, I started doing the research and like, you know, drinking more medicine and doing all the things that I felt like were necessary to do. And then all this healing work for myself started coming up and I'm like, wait, I just wanted to serve medicine to people. I don't want to heal anymore. I'm good. Like how I am, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. But, um, and it's a process. It's still happening. Things that are coming up even now, cause I'm in my, my diet with sage, things that I haven't thought about in 20 years are coming up and resurfacing as like things that need to be healed. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a process for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But when you set those intentions, when you really admit to yourself that I want this thing that will require, I, in a sense, become a better version of myself then all those distortions will they can kind of come up, kind of come up fast and, and intensely. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, I wanted to be this medicine woman, but now I feel so unworthy and so depressed and all this stuff. I, I'm like a mess all of a sudden. But that's a good thing. It's just, it's again with that intention, you you bring forth all those energies within you that need to be released because yeah. it's now becoming relevant. Because you're saying to your soul that yes, I, I want. I'm going for it now. Let's let's do this. And it's like okay, let's do it. Yeah, it was, it was, I was probably about mm, seven or eight months or maybe 10 months into my like journey of, of knowing that I wanted to be a medicine woman and things were getting very intense for me about it. And I had to like make the decision like, okay, how bad do I want this? You know, how bad do I want to be a medicine woman? And then it was like, okay, now I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be a medicine woman and to help heal people, heal, help, help people heal themselves really. And, and, um, then it, you know, then it's like, okay, well then I have to be healed too. Yeah. In order to do that, the more I'm healed, the more, you know, I can help other people. Like my teacher, she's still doing inner work and shadow work and like, you know, releasing things that come up for her. She's constantly in a state of, of, uh, self growth and self care because that's how she gets better at what she does. Sure. Sure. And I, I, I've noticed that when you really go for a big goal, it's not that you have to separately choose to transform yourself. It just happens happens. automatically. It just happens. Yeah. Like for a, for a while, you know, we're, five years ago, I started setting big goals. You know, that's when I decided I want to live out of state, move out of state and have this different career. And those are big goals that scared me. And I went through a lot of different emotional uh, healing and whatnot for that. But for a while, I've in a sense been kind of coasting. I've been kind of expanding each month or year what I've been previously doing. But it's been recently where I've been really been considering where I want to go in the next five years or so. And it's I want to become a I just feel destined to become a big writer. I think I'm going to have a, I think I'm going to be, I feel like I'm going to become a popular writer mm-hmm. and I, I want to, I want that to be my life and my career. I want to help people in like the masses in a more mainstream way. And I believe through writing, I'll be able to do that mm-hmm. and sort of dilute my message maybe slightly to reach a broader audience. And I feel like it's my calling, but because I want it so bad, it's very scary and very intimidating to me. Um, but, but lately I've been like saying, you know what, Vic, it's time to really start pursuing this thing that you know is in your cards and what you want, but it, it, it requires a much greater deal of inner work to, to go into something so new and big and more of a long-term thing than sort of just 
grow, grow my YouTube channel X amount of subscribers this month and do this and that, like what, what I've been doing for a while. Mm -hmm. So, and that's one of the reasons I think I put it off because it, it, it's, it is uncomfortable to really stretch yourself that much, but that's, that's like, man, that's where the magic happens. And if you have a goal that's meaningful enough to you, then you will do whatever it takes. And yeah. then, then you have the, 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 the twofold blessing of getting what you want and, but also doing all that growth and all, going through all that growth and doing all the inner work along the way. I always say when you set big goals, you get to transform yourself on the way to your dreams. And it's like a, a, a double blessing because when you get there, you're like a new person, mm -hmm. highly transformed. Um, but yeah, but my point is like if you, if you, if we're not setting, if we're setting little sort of baby goals and not really challenging ourselves, then we're not going to. We're not going to sort of take advantage of that acceleration of growth and transformation that only can come when you really say to the universe, I want to be this thing. Mm -hmm. That scares me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, number three is really make it a priority, just like you were saying with your uh, your teacher, is to do deep work. It's cool to like meditate and to like, do we do like daily self-care. I, I was, I go in the sauna every day. I do the, this cold plunge now we have um, and I meditate and I do kundalini yoga and breath work. That's all great, but that's all kind of surface level. Like deep work is like. Talking you to your inner child, releasing all the things that are holding you back. and Yeah, you know. and there's many ways to do it. Like We, we like to plant medicine. We, that, that's a lot of deep work in a very short span of time. It takes you very deep into your subconsciousness, and you get a lot of work done. Mm -hmm. um, and we do that regularly, but that's not. The, there's so many ways other than that. Yeah. But the point is we've been doing that for years, deep work on a regular basis when we feel called to do it. And that's, uh, that will certainly accelerate your awakening big time. Yeah. Whenever I do my plant diets, I always do big, 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 deep work. Um, so, and that's a non-psychoactive plant yeah, diet she's referring to. It's really just you change your diet and some of your behavioral things that you do um, and activities that you partake in. And um, you just pick a plant Whatever plant resonates, you can diet lavender. I'm currently dieting um, white sage, um, but I've dieted rose. You can diet all kinds of, uh, you can diet trees and all, any type of plant that resonates with you. And um, they are sort of, for me, they're just like a guide in a way to kind of help you shed light on what's there and um, what's deep within you that needs to be released. And like first, for instance, with Sage, she, she sheds light on things. And I was like, okay, Sage, I need more clarity. And she's like, nope, you get it. You got it. You understand what I'm trying to tell you handle that. You know, like, she's kind of like a tough love mama, you know, but Rose was very sweet and allowing and like very, you know, so every plant has its own energy and, but they're, they're their own guide and they help you kind of shed light on the things. I don't know. Did I make sense? I'm you sorry. You did make sense. That's, but that's one way. There's, there's a lot to, of different ways. We're just talking about, you I know. know, I just want to apologize because, um, my sage diet is sometimes what happens is because the medicines bring you so into your heart that they take you out of your head. And so the thought process is not the same. Like I, I was telling Victor, I tried to put eggs in our pantry like three or four times this week. So it's just because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not like thinking clearly. So I just want, I hope I, I know Victor's been talking a lot and, um, I just wanted to 
apologize. I, my diet, I close it um, next week. So I will be back to normal in a couple of weeks. No, you're, you're doing great. No, <laughs> okay. we, all, we all love you. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Are you dieting my- stage two? It feels that way sometimes. <laughs> yes, she does. There's, when I'm on my diets, Victor kind of diets too. Yeah. That's one, one of the reasons why he was going through the big shift. I think Sage was saying, hey, right. you're not done either. But anyway, I, I feel like it, a lot of it has to do with just your intention to... to it, really, all three of these come down to your intention. But mm-hmm. like another thing we notice is when people, they sign up to our retreat... And then when you get to talking to them, when they finally arrive, a lot of them will say, man, Vic, I don't, I was so surprised at how much stuff came up before yeah. the retreat. Like a lot of times it's just like, even if you have the intention to like do maybe a, a QHHT session next month and you have certain things you're thinking about that you want to work on, you'll start working on things, all those things, plus other related issues now, once you set that date. Yeah. So there's just, the deep work is a very sort of a, blanket term for intending to heal yeah. and the modality itself i find really is almost irrelevant it doesn't really matter like we resonate with the plant medicine i don't think it matters i think you could if you resonate with anything it doesn't it doesn't matter it's just yeah. like okay i want to work on these certain things i have these i i'm aware that i have these tendencies or these beliefs or whatever and once you decide you want to get rid of them regardless of your method you used to get the ball rolling right away yeah it just sort of happens and, you know, um, and just as a suggestion, something that my teacher suggested to, to me um, and as a way to release some things was to, um, like, write it down on, the, on paper. And um, whatever the issue is, um, and then burn it. Like, I, she said to burn it with sage, so I did that. But... Um, but there was there was literally a release that had happened for me when I did that. And I mean, there was no plant medicine involved in that. That was just something that I wrote it down and I, I had the intention of releasing it as I burned it. And I just phew, let it yes, go. Yes, you had, you had the intention, the clear intention, and then the permission slip. A permission slip is what this guy Bashar says. Any little technique, and they're all valid and they're all equal, any technique or modality that gives you permission to be more of yourself. So like the true you is is the, is like a soul sort of uh, unaffected by whatever you're holding on to. That's like more of yourself, right? And your permission slip, you believed that you, you wanted to let go of this particular thing and you believed writing it down was going to help you and therefore it did. Mm-hmm. It's like the intention and the permission slip, so yeah. it could be it could be anything. Even like as another well, last example before I move on to self pacing, we had a, someone write in Taylor. What up, Taylor? He wanted wanted us to do an episode about OCD and anxiety. And what I would say that would an example of deep work would be just simply asking yourself, why do I have OCD? Why do I have anxiety? I want to find out. Just saying that you can write it down if you want, but isn't wanting that will sort of bring forth all the different things and initiations and releases you need to get to the bottom of that. Right? Yes. You look confused. You look like- no, I just, I'm sorry. I was just thinking. Okay, cool. Anyway, so all these things are very valuable, but but it's not a race. Let's <laughs> say that from experience. Patty and I have both had times, me especially, where I was wanting to race to the finish line by mm-hmm. doing a lot of these types of things, but it, it, it was just too much. And I, I became very unbalanced very uh, symptomatic and Mm -hmm. it was just 
very almost impossible to maintain myself and be like there for other people and like my family and I was unhappy. It was a mess. Um, so for that reason, we're going to talk about self-pacing, which is where you really, you're mindful of what you ask of yourself for the reason I just shared. So like a lot of self-pacing will kind of happen naturally, but for people like me who are like sort of type A, goal-oriented people, you almost have to kind of be like make yourself self-pace. Like an example is I went to... Uh, you know, Rhythmia a couple years ago where I did ayahuasca for four days in a row. And it was so powerful, so transformative. When I got back, a part of me is like, let's do that again. Let's, let's go for it. But I, I knew at that time, if I was to do that again, it, it's just like, it just, it brings you too deep. It brings you too deep, too fast. And your, and your life gets too nutty. Mm-hmm. So do you have any examples? I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words here of like how one could self-pace. Yeah. Um... I feel like this is something I, I sort of, I mean, there's certain things that I can't obviously um, pace myself with, like with the kids and like daily life things like, like that. But as far as like growth things, I do that. I feel like I do it naturally. Like, like um, I don't try to force anything. If something's coming to the surface um, and I'm, it's not clear what it is, then I just let it sit there until it's more until it gives me more clarity on what that issue is um and uh i try not to overload myself with too much work at once you know like when i do my diets obviously that's like a a time where like i'm doing deep work but then after my diet i allow myself to integrate and i live my life and i try not to focus on too much deep work and i'm integrating what i learned from my from my diet and that's like same if you um get a qhht session and all this shit comes up for you you know just allow yourself time to integrate that session, allow yourself time to, you know, it might take a day, it might take a week, it might take a year, you know, it it just, it's all dependent on you and what you're feeling. If you start to feel like overwhelmed and stressed out about like, oh, I gotta, I gotta grow. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta heal all this stuff. I, all these things came up. I have to heal it all right now. That's it's nothing's going to get fully healed. So the longer that you take to allow yourself to heal, the more deeply those wounds will heal. Yes, yes. There was something I was going to share. I just forgot it. Oh, yes. Okay. So let's talk for a moment about integration. Because I I don't know about you, but I find integration very difficult. Mm -hmm. Because like, I feel like I'm in a period right now in this moment. Like I had that big release a couple nights ago and I felt like, man, I felt like I released so much. I felt so great. Um, but I feel like there's a boredom that kind of sets in. Like I like the the high and almost like the euphoria from like that transcendent type of experience mm-hmm. is gone. I um, mean, though I feel really good, there's like a like a, a missing of the action, like a, like a boredom. Yeah. Do you find that ever with it? Like I have to kind of make myself integrate, yeah. like and make myself self pace. Where I think it might be natural for a lot of people. For me, it's like I really have to make myself and if I don't I'll know I'm not doing it if, if I start getting really tired and bogged down and just yeah, out of sorts mm-hmm. 
Um, so what exactly are you asking me? Like what you can do to integrate? Yeah, I just, I just talk about, I think integration, everyone knows they should do it and it would help self-pacing. But I think a lot, maybe there are people like me who have a difficult time yeah. and it seems easy for you and natural. So what are you, I'm almost asking for advice, <laughs> advice, like what do you do to, what do you do for integration and do you struggle to, um, to take time to integrate and pause from the action? It depends on the situation. If it's something very minor, like uh, just something from my past kind of came up and, you know, that I don't usually put too much need for integration on something small. But, you know, when you drink ayahuasca and then, you know, multiple days in a row, then a lot of integration generally is needed for that. And I really feel like it comes down to um, self-care. You know, just, it's like, uh, take, take time and just kind of sitting Sit, with the meditate, insights, right? Meditate on it, take a bath, you know, go for a walk. Those are things that you can do that sort of, um, clear your mind, you know, um, listen to some music, you know, anything that feels resonant in that moment, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I had some things coming up and I do my, I do a yoga class every Thursday and, um, or almost every Thursday, sometimes I miss, but anyway, um, that's part of my integration is making it to my yoga class. But, mm -hmm. you know, especially like, like, um, yesterday she played a song that literally made me cry in the middle of yoga class because it was a, something that touched my soul. And that's when, you know, you're processing. So doing things like that, you know, yoga, walking, sure, working out, um, baths. Uh, I like to do face masks, you know. Maybe I'll try that. You do. You no. do. You do some. <laughs> I have done a couple. He's done She's, some. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so those are good examples. I think I think that's the idea. I was, I was looking for something like to well, share writing, with people about self-pacing. I realize I do these things naturally. Yeah. Writing things down um, also helps. Yeah. You that's, know? that's a lot. Yeah. So. Um, but the point is like you could you can if you feel like you're I was getting to a point in my like with this intention behind this part of the podcast that you fulfilled. It's more like a lot of people I think don't realize they're going too fast and they maybe need to integrate. So if anyone's listening and find themselves Stop. going too quickly through their process where it's like I need to put down the freaking brakes, yeah, then do what do Patty it. said, where you just take time to kind of rest and pause and mm -hmm. read, where you're not doing anything really spiritual. You're just sort of like taking time to just like basically just relax. Yeah. You know, chill. And, yeah. And, and even in the integration process, that's necessary too, you know, and it, it's, um, it's important to live your life still. You mm -hmm. are living in this world, you know, you have to like, you know, go out and get a drink with one of your friends or, you know, yeah. get coffee, tea, whatever it is. And, and just kind of like, you know, Stop your mind from focusing on the things that are causing you stress, you know, and just allow for, for you to, um, just be, Yeah. you know? Well, okay. I, I was that, that helpful to you, honey? It was. <laughs> I, yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. You look uh, not satisfied. Well, I feel, I feel like this episode in particular, we were a little bit like all over the place. I know. But I, I, feel, I felt like inspired to share about certain topics. I felt like. Like some of the listeners might not know, I do energy updates on YouTube. Um, sometimes the podcast episodes are like a form of that where I just feel inspired to talk about something and I 
I did my best to sort of lump them into this title, so this topic. So there's a lot of different things we covered that hopefully will resonate with people, and because I, the timing might be there for a lot of people. Yeah, um, and no, that's that's my intention. Perfect. So that's the reason it was a little bit jumbled, my friends. Yeah, and part of it is to my my like I. I will be talking and then I lose my train of thought. So it's okay. It's, it's okay. That happens to me. I have no excuse. <laughs> so anyway, my friends, I hope you got something out of this one. <laughs> you all take it easy. You have an amazing week. We'll be ready to rock and roll next week. Actually, next week we have our retreat. So we'll 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 have we'll the have podcast up either way. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be here next week in in that sense. Okay. You have an amazing day. A fantastic week. Thank you, Patty. Namaste. Namaste.